Welcome to my show, Let's Talk All About Life After Loss with me, Diane Parker. The show to help you whether you're pre-grieving, stuck in your grief, or looking for steps to help guide you right now, then you've come to the right place. Whether to share your story with me to help others, or to find some comfort around the sometimes difficult subject, you are warmly welcome. So let's Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Life After Loss with me, Diane Parker. And today I have a wonderful guest on called Beverly Radley, Breakthrough from Within, and she creates these fantastic flower essences. Beverly, thank you so much for coming along today. Thank you for inviting me, and I am um, really excited to share um, more about essences and uh, my journey. Thank you so much. So um, obviously at the moment, what we're talking about is um, losses that people experience and the emotion of grief and starting to understand that. Can we start there? What kind of essences do you have for grief? So perhaps before that way, um, I could just say that um, there were several losses for me before the grief essences came in. So um, the grief essences have been made as a process of me journeying through my grief, um, having lost my uh, my mum, my brother, my uncle and my dad. Um, I was trying to find my way forwards and what should I do? And one of the um, ways that I did that was I signed up for a flower essence course. <clears throat> and so the first essences I made were grief essences. Um, and the very first one I made was called Cherub's Tears. And that's a hellebore. And hellebores are beautiful, exquisite flowers, but they hang their heads down and you can only see their beauty if you stop, bend down, and lift the head up to have a little look. Oh wow! Um, yeah, <laughs> and the, it just that process. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. Is is just um, it's just a beautiful thing, and it's something now that even when I'm out, if I see a hellebore, <laughs> I have to kind of stop and have a look because they're all so different inside. Um, they have almost like a, a sort of bell-like shape hanging down and they also tend to grow sort of early spring some of them grow early spring sort of thing um a bit like a Christmas rose if you know that sort yes. of shape sort of thing um and this one has tiny little purple spots inside and all of the flowers grew grew in my garden um so this very first one um is called Cherub's Tears and it's about allowing the tears to flow, letting those tears come out um, because a lot of us have been encouraged to keep calm and carry on and, um, and keep busy. Yes, those, uh, that movie range has got a lot, lot to answer for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Back in the 60s and the 70s. 
Um, thank you so much for sharing such an emotive reason for starting the journey and sharing that with us. Thank you for that. Where did it lead you to after you'd done those essences? What did, how did you go about putting them out there for people? Um, well, um, I didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did the, the, the grief essences. So I, the, there's a whole series of being sort of um, encouraged to climb more out of where I was hiding. Um, I, I seem to like to hermit quite a bit and it's my my way of coping, I thought, um, until I realised that it actually wasn't helping any longer um, because hiding away kind of became, became a way of coping, but then it came a way of being. So one of the... Um, one of the other essence was called in remembrance and the more that you work with the um energy of of the flowers and the more that you listen and the more that you stop the more they kind of talk to you and i know it sounds slightly crazy but I, i'm quite happy to be crazy now <laughs> that's in my coaching <laughs> cupboard um a bit like harry potter um yeah. <laughs> it's they started to want more and to want um, different things and it was fine while I was in the garden I could do it secretly and not tell anyone and and I could take them to support myself because that's how they started you know to help me yeah absolutely and you touched on some very very important points about how people start to grieve alone and then isolate themselves and you, you also spoke about how um, you, you were hiding away from showing yourself in, in this world for the talents that you've actually got. Because what I would love for you to do now, Beverly, if you don't mind, is just share your process. Because when you told me this story, it blew my mind. <laughs> the love and care that goes into creating these very special oils. So, so the thing that's quite interesting is um, essences work on frequency and they work on water. So it's not a distillation process. So it, it, they don't smell. They work on capturing the frequency of the flowers. And it's a really ancient process that would have been done years and years ago. Um, you would have gone and fetched the dew off of a flower. Now, in this day and age, it's quite tricky to do that in the morning before work, you know, just pop out and <laughs> let the dew off of a flower. So, so it's much easier now to have it in a bottle. Um, they would have also put petals on a bath of water and left it in the sunshine and then bathed in it in the evening. That's the same kind of process. So what you actually do is the process that Edward Bark um, used in 1930. He was a he was a physician and he was looking for support for the emotions. He was a doctor and he realised that there needed to be more support, emotional support. And he set off round Wales, Usk being one of the places, um, which I find quite on, ironic, really, because Usk 
was the last place I stayed um, just before my brother died. He, we went to visit him um, and he um, booked this hotel for my son and I to stay in Usk. And I had no idea that that's where Edward Bark did some of his essences. So I just find the synchronicities and the, um, the irony of so many of the things. Um, so he showed a method, he uses two methods. One is boiling, which I feel is a little bit harsh. <laughs> and the other is called the sun method. And so what usually happens is the plants sort of start to get your attention in quite interesting ways. So some of them I saw in Bordeaux, they then appeared in the botanical gardens in Sheffield. One I saw on the island of Samos, and then it grew in my friend's garden. <laughs> it's like they sort of chase you around until you pay attention. Um, so when a plant has started to kind of get your attention, um, it's quite interesting that because one of the grief essences is called acceptance and it's made from laurel um, and I've already made it once but but I needed to make it again I'd used all of it up and it was flowering and flowering it was out of season and still flowering and I was still ignoring it and I was still choosing that I didn't want to make it because I didn't really want acceptance <laughs> didn't want to go there and eventually you kind of have to come to this sort of understanding that if you miss that point, you've got to wait another year then yeah. to be able to do it. Um, so I kind of got over myself. <laughs> and, uh, and what you do is you, I have a special bowl that I keep um, just for that. I've got a couple of bowls actually. One of them is from my mum and dad's wedding anniversary. So that's quite a big um, bowl. And you, you always connect in with the plant. You always ask the plant, is it okay to, um, for you to use the flowers? You ask each flower um, whether it would like to, you know, join you in the bowl sort of thing. And it's really interesting because some of them say no. Some of them are, don't want to. <laughs> and sometimes you have buds and sometimes you have different ones, but the more you connect and actually be present, um, the more in tune and the more understanding. And actually it's a beautiful experience and a real honor. Um, initially, when I first started to make them, it was very mechanical, get these flowers, put them in a bowl, leave them in the sunshine, put them in a bottle. Very mechanical because I'd shut off a lot of me to cope. I'd, I'd shut off a lot to survive, that, I suppose. That's just so amazing, isn't it? How you just start to open up and you find this whole new other way that's almost like deeper and more spiritual to create these things. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. And I tell you, I've got goosebumps <laughs> like the story about the hotel. <laughs> I know, I know. I know it's 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 really all of it is is quite fascinating, isn't it? Been on a very spiritual journey, really, haven't you? 
It, yes, and, and, and like I say, the, the, the one of the, um, as I did them and made them in the garden, so you cut off the, the ones, you don't touch them, so I've got a little pair of snippers, mm -hmm. and you put um, water in the bowl. Um, if you can use like chalice well water or some water from a, a beautiful place, all the better sort of thing, not tap water. Um, you can make moon water and you can use that. And then you allow the, um, the flowers to sit in the bowl. Part of the process, you then, I have a, a book that I write in and you observe the flowers and you pay attention to the flowers and you look closely. So it's almost like a meditation that you connect in with that flower. Now, initially, when I started to do this, I mainly sort of drew the flowers and I was paying attention to what they looked like. Mm -hmm. I didn't really realise that I could hear what they had to say. Mm -hmm. I was just looking at, oh, it's got dots. Oh, it's got this many petals. It was very logical. It was very head based. Yes. You know, it's purple. It's this. Um, and the more I, I worked with them and the more I did it, the more other things would come through. Um, often heart connected with it. Yes. All yeah. Often poems or words. Yeah. Apart from pear essence, and pear essence is the essence for support when you're struggling. It's like a rescue remedy kind of thing. And pear essence wants to just be left alone. And I've made it twice now. And it's very clear and very adamant to just go away. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really funny. Do you know what I mean? Because it then makes you realise that actually they're all not saying the same thing. I'm not, you know, making it up. No. Um, and what what they have to say I mean the irony of the laurel which is the acceptance one is that when after I'd um, sat with it and re recorded what it wanted to say the dog usually sits with me when when we do them and when they're ready the dog will get up and walk away so I kind of have a second barometer <laughs> The other thing that's quite interesting is as you make them, the viscosity of the water changes. Right. And it's that that kind of I don't I don't really understand. I don't know why planes fly, but I still get in one, you know. And so sometimes there's an element of acceptance. And I think quantum physics and a lot of the newer sciences actually can now explain, but I I've always loved awe and wonder and the magic of things. And there's an element where I don't really need to know. I just accept. No. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's back accept. to acceptance. <laughs> yeah. But I usually taste them. It's called the mother tincture when you make that first batch. Yeah. And I tasted the acceptance one and it was bitter. Yeah. And that wasn't lost on me. <laughs> like, okay very funny the other part of it is you always offer back to the plant some of what you've made you always gift back um the the liquid um the mother tincture and and I always say thank you because 
really I'm I'm just a bridge between nature and the gifts that they have and I suppose a bit like a translator you know it's my job no, to... absolutely it's it's and you're so I can just feel your energy and the passion for what you do that's coming coming through so clearly as well do you know what if it which one would you recommend then for somebody who's looking to reconnect with themselves again? Just like you've spoken about now. I mean, not just about accepting yourself, but that's that sort of step to the journey back to getting out of your head and starting to listen to your heart. Because as I tell a lot of people that I work with, there's no amount of psychoanalyzing that's going to help you when your heart has been broken. Mm. And so I spend a lot of time helping people notice the difference for a start as to when they're in their heads to when they're in the hearts. So there are two that come to mind. One is unconditional love. And yes. um, that is, is something that even though we we get it we don't get it yeah yeah because unconditional love means there's no answer there's no reason it's not if you're tidy and if you're good and if you do this and when yeah. you're thinner and when you it's just love isn't it it's unconditional love. love is yeah. just pure love um and being able to do that to yourself you know so that ultimately you can look in the mirror and see you and not your gray hair or the wrinkles or I should have done this or you know you just you see the spirit yes you, not the you, vessel yes you see your soul don't you yeah, sort of thing the, the element of you yeah. that is not tangible that is beautiful mm. and needs to be cherished um cherished is an essence that's coming it's not available yet um it's one that's coming for that reason of being able to cherish yourself because I think love has a lot of power to it and also is kind of been a little bit hijacked hasn't it that it's a bunch of flowers on Valentine's Day or oh, a box yeah. of chocolates <laughs> or you know it's a thing yes it's not an emotion um and and then like I say it's conditioned with you know if you work harder if you do this if you do that so unconditional love would be one the other one would be comfort which is out of the grief range which is a camellia and it's red so it helps to ground you it helps for you to be present but it's also cup shaped like you could curl up in it like a little dormouse and those soft petal leaves will just surround you and hold you um and just allow you to be what you are right now to not be in the past to not be in the future just to be that's just so beautiful and what comes to mind for me is that a little phrase i like to use called time to shine i have an essence called time to shine <laughs> I am not surprised we seem to that's in the new ones that that's in the time to align range um and that starts with in safe hands oh nice. so that so you can see that they started out very um 
very head based, wasn't it? Very, you know, within the kind of um, sorrow of loss. And then now, um, the time to align range is time to align, time to shine. Um, and that's very much about part of one of the reasons why I'm talking to you is that the essences aren't going to help anyone in my cupboard. Um, yeah. And me getting over not knowing how to explain them and not having sensible information. <laughs> can, I just, can I just like tell you, you have definitely overcome that because you are so passionate and so clear on what you're sharing with us and I mean I could be sitting in the room with you now just watching you go through this process and understand and love every part of that process well yeah I mean what's interesting in the range you were talking about the time to align the very first one is called in safe hands yeah and I made that with a friend um and I think that was the starting point for realizing that they had a bigger purpose than just to help me. We were in the um, botanical gardens in Sheffield and the, this huge pink camellia um, was there. So it's interesting that the comfort one was a camellia, but that's a red one and a much smaller sort of teacup one. This one was like a tea plate um, and it fell off into my friend's hand. And I don't know, instinctively, I just said to her, would you like to make a flower essence? But obviously, we were in the botanical garden, so we had to sneak this flower <laughs> out of the botanical gardens. We did return it back to the botanical gardens, and we did offer the essence back to the plant, you know? Yeah. But I didn't have any equipment there. Often I do have things with me to do it, but yeah. I didn't, you know, we were talking about other things that day. And we came home and literally instantly, as I put it in the water, the water changed like that. And my friend's face just lit up and she was mesmerized, mesmerized by the process. And that was when I realized that wow, being able to share this gift and that it wasn't just me who could see that, just kind of really was the turning point of actually starting to look outwards instead of inwards. Um, and we wrote separately about it. And I wrote about the frilly pink skirt and she wrote about the very ordered upright center. So actually the pair of us captured both aspects of the plant um, and the talk of that bit is is actually on my YouTube I think um, but just that whole kind of process and that understanding was a was a real um, stepping stone for me and also Suzanne who, who the colleague was who I did it with she could see something in me that I couldn't see uh, and she really fostered and encouraged me to, to take these out into the world a little bit. Um, and then obviously we had, um, we had a short hiatus for a while, haven't we? <laughs> well, we've all been connecting back to ourselves. Yes, uh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> but just that, you know, that process of connecting 
and realizing that actually that gift is just it's just so lovely to share with others you know and to and to know that you can walk into your own garden or your own park or anywhere and find a plant and connect with that plant you don't have to make a flower essence you can just stand and like you told me earlier you know just talk to the yes. rose bush yeah. or yeah. you know yeah. just be present with it yeah. and it's amazing what it will impart with you. Your heart will just open and expand if you allow it. Isn't that, it's, I could just listen to you all day. I really could with these stories and, and the way you do things. It's so heartfelt and it is just a wonderful space to be in. However, we need to move on to how do people reach out to you now and purchase these lovely oils? Um, essences sorry essences, yeah um so one of the ways is through etsy and they call breakthrough essences on etsy because you can't have enough letters for breakthrough from within essences apparently on etsy um so they're called breakthrough essences on etsy or you can um find me on social media um instagram facebook breakthrough from within or there's a brochure um, with all of the grief essences on them on my website which is www.breakthroughfromwithin.co.uk that you can download and look at and reflect on because flowers are really interesting they it's like dropping a seed and they will reappear when they're ready and and you will know intuitively what's right you don't need to overthink it it will just it will just pop in your head yeah and then it will reappear on the television or you will see a sign on a on a bus or do you know what i mean it it, it will just reoccur until you pay attention um, <laughs> yes I know what you mean. <laughs> it happens to me too, but not, you know, not necessarily with flowers, but just with general things that you're looking for a sign of something. And, you know, it can keep crossing your path until you get it. Yeah. And then it can, then it'll stop and move on to something else. And um, unless it's a plant that you're not paying attention to that just grows bigger and bigger, like anonymity. <laughs> Yeah, does the same apply for weeds? <laughs> I seem to have an awful lot of issues. I, I don't. I disagree with weeds because right. I dandelion, which is a weed allegedly, is a oh, really no, powerful letting go yeah. essence. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Um, yeah. And we've kind of, you know, a weed is just a flower in the wrong place. It is, so, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and, and what's the in there? Yeah. Yeah. But I do uh, have an issue with ivy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, and it strangles everything in the garden. Yeah. But have a word with it. Yeah. What's your problem? Back off. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's been great talking to you again. Um, and I would love it if you would come back in a couple of months' time or even sooner if you can fit us in. Because you're going on to something else now, aren't you? Do you want to share a little bit about that? Um, yes, I'm going... With the new essences. That you yes, and so there are some new um, essences that are coming out. Um, because 
once you put a foot on the flower essence journey they will support you and help you to bloom and to flourish and to find joy and I know that sounds difficult if you're going through loss um, and I can honestly say I thought there would never be a day that I would find joy or find a way sort of forwards you know it, the world was very small and very closed in mm -hmm. um, and it's 10 years since my mum passed away um, nine since my brother um, but I feel now that actually walking with other people and supporting them is part of my journey. But part of that journey is then to help them to lift their head and to look forwards. They'll never lose that loss, but to learn to journey forwards with it and to find their way forward. So the other ones that are gonna come out are um, cherished, introducing me, which, is about rediscovering you, but actually celebrating you, you know, and, and that, that journey of learning who you are. And that has been what I've been on for quite a while of working out who am I now? The, these people aren't there in the same way, you know, what makes me me? And also, what do I love? What brings me joy? Um, and so one of the other ones that's coming out is called Fabulous. Um, and that is just about you allowing yourself to be fabulous. And that's quite hard when you're carrying a lot of loss because you yes. feel quite guilty, you know? Okay, so um, obviously you've brought up a few things there <laughs> that I do help people with. I mean, it's about healing the pain of your loss. And yeah. in doing that does not mean to say that you are going to forget the person that we're talking yeah. about. It's yeah. just about healing and recognizing and letting go of hopes, dreams, and expectations of the future that we want with these people in our lives that's no longer with us. And as I think for guilt, that means to imply, you know, that you're, you're implying you're hurting somebody. You, you know, to feel guilty, for example, that comes up a lot with suicides and things. Mm. But, you know, the true meaning of guilt is to, that you have, you know, that you've mean to harm somebody. And that's certainly not the case to anybody that I've met when they're yeah. expressing something. It's, you know, usually it's something that they um, are upset they weren't there in general in their lives, perhaps. So if there's somebody you ever think of that you really want to be with or want, you know, to don't wait until they, anybody's gone that's important in your life before you tell them, talk to them and share what you can with them. Mm. And, I, and I think um, what's really lovely um, about the, um, the ability to, be with you and to talk with you is that the essences support you in between Absolutely. so it's like having you know a little hug in a in a bottle or yeah. a little bit of support and what, what I really like is that you are in control and you are in charge so you can put them in water you can put them in your water bottle so all day you are supporting you I and think for that's me yeah that is a really wonderful way of 
taking each moment isn't it because yes, each moment is where you know where we need what, to what, what i will do then is um and anybody that listens i'm going to put bev's um link to her website on mine and if there's any questions that come up with from today you'll be able to contact bev directly is that right if you yeah, so, uh, bev, bevradley at gmail.com if you want and i'm always happy to um to explain more or to be able to you know um explain how they would work or which ones would go well together i mean we're we're coming now into the darker sort of part of the year the rest part of the year which is important to do that but there are essences that bring more light for those people who who find the darker months sort of harder and people who may suffer like from, suffer from sad, or something sad. Like that. yeah yeah so like the gorse is one that brings light and mustard there ones that you you can buy um in your local um pharmacy or health food shop sort of thing um and and they are really you know they're here to help us mm. and we just need to listen and to tune in and they they've been here and they've been you know shining and and they continue to turn up and be beautiful and to remind us that nature does provide um all we need to do is listen oh, that's just so perfect and i think that's a do you know, I, I think we're going to have to have quite a few more conversations around this topic with you. Thank you so much for today. Um, and I wish you every luck with the next little project that you've got coming up, which we were sharing earlier, um, I believe around clutter clearing and that kind of thing. So there's so much yet to share with Bev and I hope you can all join us again in future podcasts. Bev, for today, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. It's been lovely to uh, be with you and I look forward to speaking to you again. Thank you. Bye now. If you would like to find out more about my services, please visit www.lifeafterlossiom.com or you can email me at diane at lifeafterlossiom.com should you have any questions that you would like me to address on my next podcast. As way of thanks for any of for any of you that come on board uh, and give me that all important email address, I have for you a free ebook as my thanks. I would also like to extend my thanks to Northwestern on Upbeat for the music intro piece by piece. Until next time, I'll see you again on Let's Talk Life After Loss. Bye now.